1: Let's start today by uh, congratulating Orlando City on a fantastic season, a return to the playoffs. A disappointing loss, obviously, last night in Nashville. But vamos Orlando, let's come back stronger next year and let's start off this Thanksgiving days off or whatever it is. Thanksgiving Eve. I don't know what it calls. Let's start it off strong with a new episode of Locked On Magic. <laughs>
0: You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 24th, 2021. My name is Philip Rossmanreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter. At Philip RR underscore O M D On today's episode of Locked on Magic, I'm going to give injury updates. Or I'm going to give what passes for injury updates these days, uh, as there isn't much information coming out. It's a question that everyone asks me all the time. There's been a little trickle of information out, so we'll talk a little bit about it um, and how the Magic sh- probably should be handling this a whole lot better, especially considering the circumstances they are in. We'll also talk a little bit about the impact of Cole Anthony, and why his absence in tonight's game against the Charlotte Hornets uh, will be a big deal, once again, for the Orlando Magic. We'll we'll dive into some of those numbers coming up here in just a moment. Before we do any of that, we want to thank you all for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Whether we're your first listen of the day, whether we're something you listen to later on in the day, uh, during your your lunch break, while you're working out, on your way to tonight's Magic game, Orange jerseys are here! Um, The City Edition jerseys making their debut tonight. Uh, No matter when you listen to Locked On Magic, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, we are available on all podcasting platforms as well as streaming on YouTube, so be sure to subscribe there on YouTube. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every single day. Today's podcast, also brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. And can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Check out True Bill today. So, the number one question that I get, and I'm sure as people, you know, for those watching live on YouTube, you'll be asking this question. I've been asked this question a million times. It's best to kind of get it all together in one spot. When are Jonathan Isaac and Mark L. coming back? I see the comments on Twitter of, like, today is a good day for Markel Fultz to come back, or today is a good day for Jonathan Isaac to come back, um, they're both listed as out for tonight's game against Charlotte. I Don't expect them back tonight. Don't expect them back for a little while longer. Um, it, it, it's true. The, the, the amount of information coming out from the Orlando Magic's camp has been sparse um, and, and, and very, very limited. Um, uh, the last time that I asked about the injured players, this includes Michael Carter-Williams and Eton Moore, in that, The last time I asked about them was during the homestand, toward the end of the homestand, during a practice, um, because I felt like the homestand was a good opportunity to integrate some more of those players, see where they're at, get them kind of part of the group, because not everyone is traveling. Um, I think Michael Carter-Williams has been traveling with the team. I think Etwan Moore has been traveling with the team. Um, Jonathan Isaac and Marco Foltz are not traveling with the team, as far as I can see. Um, And that, of course, is a sign that they are not close to returning. Um, you know, especially for long road trips, uh, you would expect them to be with the team, um, this to kind of stay in contact with the team, practice with them when they can, um, kind of get their work in that way, especially if they're, they're taking contact and they're, and they're doing stuff like that. Um, it will be, you know, again, so the magic have a road trip coming up here, um, at the, at, at the beginning of the month. Um, they go, what is it? They go to, they have Charlotte and Chicago at home, uh, tonight and Friday, they're at Cleveland on they're at Cleveland on Saturday. I forget who they play Monday. I know they play a Monday game. I'm blanking on who it is. I can I can look that up real fast. Um they do they do play a game Monday as I stall to get my schedule up here. Um let's see. They play Philadelphia on Monday. There we go. Uh they'll play they play Philadelphia on Monday uh and then they're home versus Denver then they take that big West Coast trip. I would hope that Jonathan Isaac, at the very least, is traveling with the team. I would be hopeful, too, that Markel Fultz will travel with the team on that trip. Um, and I think that those are both great opportunities because Magic will be on the road for about a week and a half. Um, great opportunities for them to reintegrate with the group, um, be on the road with the group, um, and then uh, and then hopefully get some practice time. Um, you know, if, if, I, if I've speculated on this a few times, um, I do think Jonathan Isaac's vaccination status is slowing his return a little bit. Um, because a, if you're unvaccinated, you can't do team activities. Um, you can't or can't do as many team activities uh, or be around the team as much, um, and especially on road trips, um, you're kind of isolated from the rest of the group to kind of prevent any uh, breakthrough breakthrough uh, cases. Um, and so, you know, again, you could we could debate the efficacy of a lot of these things. I, I, I think it's really about mitigating exposure. Um, those are the rules, though, um, and so I do think that has slowed Jonathan Isaac down a little bit. Um, so that he won't be fully reiterated with the roster until he is fully clear for contact. But again, we don't really know where anyone stands. Um, that's, that's the truth of it. I can't tell you how close Marco Fultz and Jonathan Isaac are, because every time I, I've asked, and the last, again, last time I asked was during the homestand a couple weeks ago. Um, every time I've asked him all mostly about it, he has said they're progressing through their rehab they're progressing through their, they're going through their rehab protocols. And, and that's the only answer he gives. Um, mostly is not the one that would have the answers. He'd only have the answer of, oh, this guy participated in practice or, you know, what that guy's doing in the building. He's not going to have the answers to how far along these guys are. That's a Jeff Weltman question. That's a John Hammond question. And, you know, again, I I agree with the criticisms. They're not available enough. Um, You know, John Hammond, I haven't seen him making any any appearances on Magic Drive Time, even friendly media. Um, I get it. There's, you know, the Orlando Sentinel just hired a new beat reporter, so – you know, so hopefully, we'll have some independent reporting coming, independent daily reporting um, coming out. Coming out, um, we're able to ask these questions more consistently. Um, I've tried my best. I have a full-time job. Uh, you know, doing Lockdown Magic, doing Orlando Magic daily is part-time. Is part-time uh, in my free time. So I'm not at every game. I'm not at every practice. So um, you know, I've been trying to. I've been trying to be more conscientious and ask these questions when 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 it makes sense to ask these questions. Um, but you know, obviously it's not something that you ask every day. Um, it, and again, Jamal Mosley is not going to answer, not going to be able to give clear answers on these questions. These are Jeff Weltman and John Hammond questions. And again, these guys just aren't, aren't available. They're not, they're not speaking to the media or they're not, they're not making themselves available. And I think that's a fair criticism. Fans who are frustrated with, with how this team has approached these injuries, with how these, how this team has approached, uh, giving out information that frustration is very, very real. And, and frankly, I, I don't blame fans for being frustrated with it. I, I think it's, I think it is incredibly frustrating. Jonathan Isaac had his surgery in August, 2020. It has now been far more than a year. It's been a year and, what is it? A year and almost four months uh, since. So 16, It's it's been 15 and a half, 16 months since his, since his surgery. And um, to be frank, ACL tears, usually about a year. Um, you know, you definitely could give a little bit of grace period. Everyone recovers at their own rate, um, I don't think you should ever speed things speed guys up faster than they can, but an update wouldn't kill anybody, uh, frankly. Uh, even in, honestly, even admitting there was a setback would not kill anybody. Um, and, and if anything, that would relieve some of the pressure on these guys to return. Um, my understanding with Mark Fultz is that he was supposed to be cleared for contact at some point during November. We're obviously at the end of November, um, so I think that. You know, hopefully he has been cleared to do some contact drills. Been cleared to play a little bit. Um, there still will need to be a ramp up period. I would suspect that after any of these guys have been cleared for contact, it'll be about a month. Um, I've always kind of targeted Christmas as the time for Marco Folks to come back. Um, that seems to be uh, that 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 seems to be a, a fair target. Uh, that would put him you know a little bit shy of a year since his surgery. Um, and I would imagine again that's kind of when the schedule lightens up too. There might be more practice time. Um, There might be time for the team to take a little bit of a breath, reintegrate those guys a little bit easier than it would be during this road-heavy part of the schedule. Um, I do think that is part of this uh, uh, strategy of trying to figure out when to get these guys back into the fold. To be sure, though, getting Jonathan Isaac and Marco Fultz back onto the team, back in the lineup, back with with the group, is one of the main goals for this team. Jeff Wellman said it at media day. There are two goals for this season. The first goal is player development, continuing to grow and let these young guys kind of develop. The second is reintegrating these two players. So they are definitely going to play at some point this year. Um, you know, health permitting, um, if they're healthy, if they're making the progression through their rehab, that everyone seems to suggest. And again, Jeff Waltman and Jonathan Isaac both said there were no setbacks during media day and yet we're still kind of patiently waiting. Um, we, we do, it is fair to expect that these guys will play now. When that will be, I can't. I can't tell you. Uh, you know, I don't have a good answer for that. And again, I think fan frustration over the lack of information is plenty fair. The Warriors gave a great update, gave a great and somewhat vague update on Clay Thompson just last week, um, where they said he's been cleared for contact and it's, you know are hoping that he'll be back around Christmas time, We're back within a month. Um, the Pelicans gave a pretty, you know, gave pretty vague but solid update on Zion Williamson uh, on his injury status, and they even admitted that the reason why they weren't being forthcoming is because Zion asked for privacy. And honestly, even that would be a a, a step in the right direction or a step to, to fans who are seeking information, who are hungry for information, who, Hey, you frankly just want to see the guy play, want to see these guys play. They're excited about this, the future of this team. And these guys are part of that. They want to see these guys play. And just, again, I'm a big proponent of more information is, is usually better. You're, you're not, you're not better off hiding things, if there's a setback, like who cares? If there's a setback, just say it. it honestly, that's going to relieve a lot, a lot of pressure off everyone. Um, if you know where, where are they? Where are they? What are they doing? Um, you know, no one here is going to be an amateur doctor. We get it. You're not putting timelines on players, and I get. I, I, I don't mind that. Don't put pressure on a guy to go faster than his body will allow. Uh, this is not a season that's about wins and losses. So make sure you know if you're saying, make sure guys are back. They're back for good. We want to be 110% sure. That's fine. Say that. Um I so I, I agree with a lot of the fans who are frustrated with the lack of information, with the lack of transparency from this front office. Um, it is frustrating. It is a hundred percent frustrating. Um and so I don't blame anyone for being a little bit uh, for for not just not being a little bit for being hesitant um and, and frankly uh, a bit annoyed by how quiet the magic had been. Uh, again, I can ask the question. I'm going to get the same answer. They're progressing through their rehab and through their injury. You're not going to get any specifics out of the team. They've been pretty disciplined. Except the players. The players have not been so disciplined. Um, Wendell Carter was on the Orlando Magic pod squad last week. Was asked by Dante Marcatelli. Again, friendly media. I, I don't. I don't understand why the Magic don't use their own media to disseminate even little updates. To just make fans a little bit satisfied. Because... Frankly, what Wendell Carter said is the most revealing we've gotten about these injuries that that we've gotten since the season began. Wendell Carter said on the Magic Pod Squad in response to a question from Valley Sports Florida's Dante Marcatelli, um, quote, Markel has been in a couple of practices with us, kind of just running through plays and doing some defensive things with us. Um, uh, uh, He looks good. That's someone when I got traded to Orlando I was looking forward to playing with just from what I ever heard about him and when he was playing, what I saw from how he played. Um, that was one of the guys I wanted to play with at some point. Um, Ji is also doing a fantastic job. He's always in early in the morning before we even get there. Before our practices, he's already on the table getting treatment on his knee, lifting, and doing all that stuff. He looks good. Again, that's like the most concrete answers we've gotten about any of these players um, in a long it, all season long. Um, again it's still pretty vague. I'm not going to lie. I, I don't find those. An- I don't find that answer to be like exactly what magic fans want. Um, you can go watch what the Orlando magic pod squad on YouTube, uh, as well as download it, uh, wherever you download podcasts, but, um, and Wendell's pretty, Wendell's pretty good in it. Um, you need to learn a little bit more about Wendell. Um, I, I honestly, like I take that to mean that, you know, Fultz is probably doing some drills and practice with them. Yeah. It doesn't sound like he's doing contact. Um, but he's making good progress. He's on the floor. Um, Like I said, I get the feeling that Jonathan Isaac's vaccination, I mean, this is speculation on my part. I get the feeling that Jonathan Isaac's vaccination status is slowing his integration with the team because of the NBA rules regarding unvaccinated players. You know, if that's what's slowing down his recovery and slowing down his integration with the team and slowing down that next step for him, that that may very well be. Um, But again, I feel like this is the most important point about all this. Whenever there's a lack of information, there's an information vacuum. And people are going to fill it in with whatever they want to fill it in. Um, like, again, I'll fully admit this, that theory about Isaac's vaccination status is, it sounds plausible, it sounds reasonable, um, but I don't know if it's the truth, um, to be perfectly honest. Um, and, and, I, and I'm almost hesitant to say it because I, too, am looking for an explanation for why Isaac isn't where we all think he should be or where, you know, that the, the typical timetables would suggest uh, he would be as well. Um and so whenever you have it, again, whenever you have an information vacuum, it gets filled with something. Um, so I do think, you know, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and call out the Magic. I think they have their own processes. They know the information. I usually defer to people who know more, who have more information than I do, because um, I don't want to invent information either. Uh, but uh, I think it's very, very clear that the Magic have allowed an information vacuum to be created. Um, it's, it, No one knows how to fill it, and it's frustrating fans, and this is already a frustrating season. Uh, To be frank, Um, you know, everyone knew the magic were going to struggle this year, um, but you were selling hope um, and two pieces of that hope are still recovering from an injury. Marco Foltz seems to be right on schedule. Um, You know, I don't, I don't think it would be fair to expect him back this soon. Um, Again, I'm not expecting him back till Christmas. That's always how I felt. Frankly, with Jonathan Isaac, I was always targeting Thanksgiving. Um, Again, information vacuum, you know, you, you don't provide information. People are going to provide, are going to fill that, fill that vacuum in. I was always expecting Thanksgiving as a good target for his return. Um so again maybe that maybe that's coming soon. Maybe. But the magic haven't haven't given any information, haven't provided any updates, haven't just given fans a reasonable expectation of where guys are at. Um and and that's obviously a huge huge struggle and a huge difficulty for this team and and for uh, for this, this team's future development because both Jonathan Isaac and Marco Foltz are such huge pieces of the puzzle. We'll talk a little bit about Cole Anthony and his importance coming up here in just a moment um, as we get ready for Wednesday's game against the Charlotte Hornets. But first, let me tell you a little bit about True Bill. Um, do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business model. It's a it's it's almost a scam to get out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions today. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has more than 2 million users and helps save them more than $100 million. Don't fall for the subscription scam. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. That's two. It could save you thousands of dollars per year. Truebill.com slash locked NBA. Today's podcast also brought to you by my pals at Built Bar. Look, I love Thanksgiving. I'm super excited for dinner tomorrow, for dinner tomorrow. It's actually my first Thanksgiving off from work in like three years. Um, so I'm excited not to have a Friday Thanksgiving or a Tuesday Thanksgiving or a Wednesday Thanksgiving or whatever it is. I'm really excited. to Celebrate Thanksgiving with my family, but not so excited about the calories that are gonna come with it. That's 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 just the reality. And while I will try the desserts on the table. I also want to make sure I'm eating healthy leading up and out of Thanksgiving or at the Thanksgiving dinner, if that's how you so choose. And that's why I rely on built Bars. Look, uh, one slice of pie is upwards of 300 calories, but you still need that chocolate fix. Most built Bars, they have the chocolate, 100% real chocolate, and only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with plenty of protein. So replace those coconut that coconut pie, the raspberry pie, with a Bilt Bar. Built is a great option for when you're hungry, and if Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two. They have new surprises all month long, limited-time flavors arriving at Built.com. I actually just got a sample pack of some new flavors that I'm really excited to try. Um, So check the site out often to get the latest offers. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday, so mark your calendars. This Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of fun surprises. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order again. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at build. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every single day. We truly do appreciate you uh, adding us to your rotation, whether it's at work, whether it's on your way home from work, while you're at the gym, on your way to the magic game tonight, we truly appreciate you making locked on magic part of your day every day. You can find us wherever you download podcasts as well as streaming on YouTube. So the Orlando Magic are going to be without Cole Anthony once again tonight. He is listed as out on the latest injury report that came out, actually came out yesterday. Um, still out when I checked this morning. Um, with that sprained right ankle. Um, it's certainly frustrating, um, for sure. Um, you know, we know how cautious the magic are with injuries, um, and it sounds like you know, this is an injury that they're just making sure doesn't develop into something bigger because Cole Anthony is super important to this team. Um, And, and and I don't think I've underlined or stressed super enough. Um, You know, way back when against the jazz fans were chanting, you know, MVP for Cole Anthony and he, you know, demurred, he did not want that pressure or he did not want that moniker put on him. He didn't feel like he's earned it, but I, okay, most valuable, probably a little bit much. But, you know, we're about set to do our first quarter reviews here coming up. Uh, we're, we're almost a fifth of the way through the season now. Um, let me tell you this. Cole Anthony is the most valuable player on the Magic. It's not just his averages. Um, again, he's put himself in the running for most improved player. Um, if that's still a real word, I'm not even sure if it is. Um, 19.6 points per game, 50.4% effective field goal percentage, 6.8 rebounds, 5.9 assists per game, He's had an incredible season. He's shooting 36.6% from beyond the arc. That's actually come down over the last few games, um, but that's way up from 33.7% last year. 41.6% field goal percentage. He's having to take a lot of shots, um, and obviously his best games are his most efficient games as well. But Anthony's impact really goes beyond that. Um, look, you, you look at the Magic's on-off on-off on ratings. Um, the Magic... Outside of three bench players, Michael Mulder, Ignas Brazdeikis, and Moritz Wagner, who played, incre- played limited minutes and played incredibly well in the fourth quarters of both Buc- of both Bucks games, as well as that Pistons game way back when, um, Cole Anthony leads the team in on-off plus-minus. When Cole Anthony is on the floor, the Magic have a minus one point two net rating, a one hundred seven point seven offensive rating, which is five point six points per one hundred possessions better than their average. And a 109 defensive rating. So 109 points allowed per 100 possessions. That's 2.8 points per 100 possessions better than their average two. So again, minus 1.2. No one's writing home about it. The Magic still have a lot of struggles. It's really still about that starting lineup. But Cole Anthony is unique. Because not only are the Magic minus 1.2 with Anthony on the floor, they're minus 22.1 with him off the floor. That's like a twenty-one point swing, twenty-one points per one hundred possessions swing. The Magic's offense when Cole Anthony's off the floor is ninety point two points per one hundred possessions, and obviously that is weighed heavily down by the last two games, especially on uh, on Wednesday's game or Monday's game, um, when the team just simply could not score. Uh, You know, again, I, I don't think you need numbers to say this: this Magic team does not really function well when Cole Anthony's not on the floor. Uh, and not having him tonight against a really good Charlotte team, it's gonna, it's obviously gonna make it really hard to win. Um, it's, it, it's pretty amazing. Now, obviously, I think a lot of this is, um, is a Kawhi Anthony just knows how to score. He has a scorer's knack. Um, and, and not a lot of guys on this Magic team have a scorer's mentality. Like Bo Bamba likes to shoot. Wendell Carter isn't aggressive, isn't isn't shooting enough, or is an aggressive about his offense. Jalen Suggs is a rookie making a ton of mistakes. Cole Anthony is the engine driving. I mean, Terrence Ross is a shooter, um, you know, in a lot of in a lot of ways. Sometimes to his detriment, but in, in a lot of ways, the Magic are not. Uh, the Magic are just really reliant and really dependent on Cole Anthony to drive this offense. Again, I don't think it's a coincidence that there is a 17 point difference, 17 and a half point difference when per 100 possessions, when Anthony's on the floor compared to when he's off the floor. Um, he makes this offense really grow, go and really, really sing and really, really just do anything. Um, and that's, again, one of the reasons why we're, we uh, a lot of us believe that Marco Fultz will help the team because he knows how to get in the paint and create for others in a way that Cole Anthony doesn't, but, um, but in a way that generates offense, that generates easy shots, that generates the kind of looks the Magic are trying to get um the magic need more offensive weapons no one's denying that no one's saying that they don't and again i think we're all i think it's fair to say that this team is looking ahead to the draft to try and solve some of those problems not having cole anthony um and we saw it again unless Jalen suggs has a breakthrough game and and again i think a lot of pressure is on Jalen suggs to break through um you know i think he felt it a little bit early in in those milwaukee games and, and again struggled a little bit through it as well um Cole Anthony really helps this team sing. Um and again there may not be a more valuable player on this team. Um when you look at these on-off splits, it's very very clear that Cole Anthony, Wendell Carter and uh, Franz Wagner are, are really really help this team function at a high level. And again, a lot of this team's issues, the starting lineup is still one of the best lineups in the entire league. Um but they take a step down when you even remove one player Um the magic, don't have a bench right now that can, that can sustain itself and sustain this team. And even, um, and, and even uh, um, su- sustain itself and sustain this team at this point. Um, so I, I think that, I think obviously the magic have every right to make sure Cole Anthony is fully healthy. They don't want this ankle injury lingering. They're not going to be nearly as effective if Cole Anthony is at half speed um, to be perfectly frank. Um, and so Letting him sit, letting him get healthy. Again, it's just a sprained ankle. It'll probably, you know, he might be back Friday. He might not. Um, it's, again, it's injuries. We don't, we don't really know much about anything. Um, it's it's definitely a, it's definitely something the Magic have to sort through. And it's definitely something the Magic have to, uh, have, to have to, you know, be careful with. But they need Cole Anthony out there. Um, and without Cole Anthony, this Magic team is going to predictably struggle. We'll talk a little bit about the Magic's game against the Charlotte Hornets coming up tonight, as well as wish you all a happy Thanksgiving coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's Thanksgiving, and we all know what that means. Football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. BetOnline has you covered all holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. So head to their new updated desktop or mobile site to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with the promo code Locked On. Remember, use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. And it's not just football. BetOnline is pro, college hoops, NHL, boxing, the UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, they're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving.
0: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and LockedOn NBA is here daily to keep you caught up
1: The Atlanta Magic take on the Charlotte Hornets tonight at the Amway Center. The debut of the new City Edition jerseys. The Orange Court will be back on the floor. I'm excited to see them in action. I'm excited to see Lamelo Ball in action, I suppose, and and a really good Charlotte Hornets team that's playing. Um, that's come a little bit down to earth since the last time the Magic played them, but still playing extremely well. They had a really nice outing against the Washington Wizards the other night with Terry Rozier and Lamelo Ball both putting in solid scoring efforts. Um, With the Magic's guard situation the way it is, um, if Gary Harris isn't starting, I will be very, very concerned about the Magic's ability to compete. Um, I would still be pretty concerned about the Magic's ability to compete consistently um, with their inability to score when Cole Anthony isn't in the game. And if Cole Anthony is out, which he will be, um, it's going to be a really, really tricky game. Um, You know, look. I think, uh, again, I think a lot of the attention in this game goes to Jalen Suggs. Um, Charlotte's got some really good guards. Um, They're really, really, really good guards. They're a strong offensive team. The Magic have to play with a lot higher, I mean, they have to play with a lot higher intensity everywhere, but they got to be really focused on their defense because their offense is not going to be able to sustain them in this game. Um, Unless Jalen Suggs has a breakthrough game, which, you know, Charlotte's defense is not great. It's okay. It's not great. Um, Charlotte's defense isn't great. Um, So there could be some holes for him to attack and some holes for him to score, but Suggs is, Suggs has got to deliver here. Um, If there's a, if there were a time for Suggs to have his breakthrough game, to have a big, you know, kind of efficient scoring and assist game, this is the one. Uh, And and it's all going to be on Suggs because he's got the ball in his hands. He's the point guard. He's got to lead the team. Um, And that's obviously a a big area where the magic miss Cole Anthony as much as anything else. Um, Cole Anthony, I sometimes have to stop myself and remind myself that he is a second-year player because he plays like a veteran. And I think that's the highest compliment you can give a young player. That's not to say Cole Anthony still isn't going to get better, still doesn't make young player mistakes. He does. He's still kind of learning how to manage a game, and and I think there are fair questions long-term about him on that front. But Cole Anthony carries himself like the leader, like like the veteran of this group, and I think that's really, really important. And, again, something this Magic team is really missing. Suggs, I have no doubt, is going to defend really well. Whether he's guarding Rozier, whether he's guarding uh, Lamelo, he's going to defend really well. I have no doubts about that. What I, what, I, what, you have to doubt, what you have to wonder, is whether the Magic will be able to generate offense. Um, the way they played against Milwaukee, obviously, was not intense, was not at the level they needed at. Um, but frankly, Orlando has to work harder to get their best player's shots. Um, Suggs did not shoot nearly enough. And I think Suggs is still slowed down a little bit by that injury that he suffered the other, the other uh, last week. Um, I, I think he's still kind of hobbling around. He's not at 100% out there. Um, Wendell Carter has got to take more shots. They've got to find ways to get Wendell Carter more involved in the offense. Um, that will free up everyone else because Wendell usually makes good decisions. Um, Mo Bamba's got to be willing to get in the paint, um, to be frank. Uh, that's That's got to be something he's willing. he's got to be willing to do. He can't just hide around the three-point line because if he's not hitting threes, he's pretty ineffective offensively. Um, if the Magic's defense comes to play, if they move the ball offensively, if some guys play a little bit above their heads or where they've been playing this year, and Magic certainly have a chance to win this game. But uh, Charlotte's guards are really good; they're a really strong offensive team. Uh, you know, they obviously they played a close game at the Amway Center a few weeks ago, uh, and it was it came down to turnovers, it came down to mistakes, which you can live with, honestly. Like that was a loss you could live with; that was a good learning experience. Came down to execution. Magic didn't execute down the stretch. You can live with you can live with those losses. Um, this is going to be a game where the Magic have to play really well if they're going to come out with a win because they're just so undermanned at this point. Again, you know, I, I I've been telling people this, uh, you know, the, the magic schedule was built to lose early. Um, so the magic got to take their lumps now, got to keep their heads, keep their confidence because you know, there are there will be a reward on the back end of this schedule to, to be perfectly honest. Um, and we'll see if that is the case. Uh, I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of locked on magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at locked on magic, subscribe to the podcast, on Apple Podcasts, if you're tuning in, you can play Spotify Odyssey and all the fun places. And a little podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can also stream us now on YouTube. You can also interact with the show live on YouTube as well. We usually record our you usually record around nine thirty or ten uh, in the morning. So if you are looking for looking to ask a question or interact with the show live, um, be sure to subscribe and set an alert so that you know when we go up and stream our show. So you can do that that way. Um, we'll also be doing some, some YouTube, uh, YouTube exclusive live events like pregame shows, um, as well as, uh, hopefully very soon, uh, Spotify green rooms and other events like that. So we can get more interaction as well. Um, I'll, I'll let you know when I plan those, um, I've been a little bit sparse on them, a little bit more sparse on them than I wanted to this season. Um, but hopefully, uh, in December, we'll be able to, to bump those up a little bit more, but that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Everyone out there, it, have a very happy Thanksgiving um enjoy the time with family enjoy the time eating eating the great food if, if that's what you're doing if that's not what you're doing enjoy your day enjoy every moment that you have with with your loved ones and be thankful of course for everything else we'll be back again Friday that's when we'll recap the magics game against the Charlotte Hornets I guess we'll say anything else that might have popped up so have a happy Thanksgiving everybody We'll see you all again for another episode of-